Hi everyone and welcome to The Link Podcast with me Elle. Today's guest is Alexander Appel. He is the co-founder of Lingo Me, which is a hybrid AI-human English pronunciation learning platform. Before I chat with him, just a reminder that you can study all episodes of this podcast on Link as an English lesson. Listen to the audio and read along with the transcript, translating all the words and phrases you don't know, adding them to your own personal database. You can then do vocabulary activities with those words and phrases. You'll see them highlighted differently in future lessons. And don't forget, you can create lessons of your own on Link with anything that interests you in your target language. So videos online, YouTube, Netflix shows, movies. If you like to study from music, lyrics, or you're really into the news and want to read the news in your target language, the world is your oyster. You can create lessons with content you love. Don't forget to give us a like, a share, a review, wherever you are listening. We really appreciate it. Alexander, thank you for joining me. How are you today? I'm good. Thank you for having me, but everything's going fine. Excellent. Good. And we were just talking before I hit record. Uh, we're both in this uh, heat wave. You're in Colorado, right? Yep. Right now? Yeah. Yep. And how how hot is it today for you? I think around? it's in the 90s, maybe touching 100. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, no, no. No, not good at all. All I have two big, huge, fluffy Japanese Akitas, and they're like, I'm, oh, I'm not going outside. <laughs> I love those dogs. They are so, so cute. Oh, that must be so tough. They're wearing huge fur jackets all the time. Oh, yeah. 100%. Yeah. Keep them on yeah. inside. I have a dog. <laughs> I walked her at 8 o'clock this morning, and she jumped in the river, and now she's <laughs> just collapsed. <laughs> oh, yeah. I feel you. 31 degrees, so it's a little hot, yeah. Yeah, just a little bit. <laughs> just a bit, yeah. <laughs> so, um, Alexander, as I mentioned, you are co-founder of Lingo Me, and it's an AI-human hybrid English pronunciation, pronunciation system. <laughs> yeah. So, tell us a little bit about how Lingo Me works. Yeah, so just for starters... We have two platforms on it. We have one for our students, and then we have one for our teacher side. For our students, all they have to do is just read the content, speak to it, and then it's going to grade them on intonation, phonics, emotional, and pausing. Pausing is like, is the conversation actually going, or I'm going to be like, hi. I know. So it's going to really kind of get a real world feeling and give the students a grade on how the mouth and the tongue can have different movements to help them better be understood by native English speakers. For the teachers platform, the most difficulty that teachers have today is actually getting talk time outside of the classroom. So the way that they're able to implement this is they can customize and input their own content and it instantly gets translated into speaking activities. It also has a scheduling feature and it also has... um. Uh, uh, progress. So what that means is that they can view and hear students to help them prep for the next class. Excellent. Wow. Um, and, and so I took a look uh, around a bit at LingoMe. Do, yeah. do people who use the um, system need to know the IPA, the International Phonetic alphabet so we so yeah so like that's always like a great question we come come by. The, uh, the biggest thing with that is that we have learners who love it and they're just like, oh, that's all I want to know. And then we have our casual users that don't really care. So for that, I think it's a good mix. 
of that people who want to know it or people who are interested. It's a good thing to just get a grasp of, especially for people who are in uh, Japan, because they always categorize things by kanji or characters, right? So they, I always tell all my students, just think of an IPA as a character of a sound. And they grab it and they kind of think of it as a little bit easier. But for the most part, it's just easier to just know the mouth and the tongue movements where you can see it at the beginning, middle, or end of words. I like that. That's a really good way of explaining it to Japanese students. Yeah. That's like a kanji. Okay. Um, Definitely. Yeah. So then you spent some time uh, teaching in Japan, correct? Yes. Yes, I did about three years and I was Mm -hmm. teaching uh, in schools and privately. Nice. I did three years too teaching in Japan, but I, when were you there? I I actually (laughs) creeped you. That's not the right thing. I did my research and looked at your LinkedIn and... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> said 28 around 20 just creeping around the internet we got it <laughs> 2018 is it that you were there yeah so i started uh 2017 hmm. february and then oh. i left about 2020 right before the pandemic in march oh wow like okay. literally the week i i transferred through uh korea and everyone's in a hazmat suit and everyone's just freaking out it was like oh okay hey what's going on Oh, oh, wow. So you hit it like just as it was exploding then. Yeah. yeah, I was staying with my one of my best friends and his family and I was just joking around. I'm like, oh, if I want a free seat on the train, I'll just cough because we didn't know the seriousness of it back then. Right. And his dad just starts laughing and cracking up. I'm like, what's going on? He's like, I just came from Tokyo this morning. That's what I did. The whole uh, train just cleared out. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, really? So what yeah. would have happened? So you left before the mm-hmm. lockdowns happened, but what would have happened if you'd stayed? Was it the case that if you were in Japan, you got to stay, but if you left, you couldn't come back in as a non-Japanese? Yeah, so I guess. like if I if, if I didn't leave, like I still had my job and everything and they, they yeah. wanted me. And uh, actually at the time I had a modeling contract in Tokyo and oh, an wow. acting contract. So like actually oh, right when I hit my plane, my agent called me. He's like, we have like five auditions for you. I'm like... There's uh, nothing I can do right now, but um, so I could have kept all that still going and it was no problem, but I wanted to take a a stab at the business world and I wanted to do it with a Japanese company. So I jumped in, I went into sports marketing and then through just the grapevine, I met my founder, Kyo Ueda, where we we just kind of sat in LA at a language exchange, a Japanese one actually, and he was the only person to speak Japanese, so we just hit it off and we just kept going over ideas and ideas and ideas of why it was so difficult to learn languages, especially English for non-native English speakers. And we found out reading and writing wasn't a problem. We found out people who just wanted to listen didn't have any problems, uh, majority. But speaking was the difficulty. And that's where we came up with this idea of that we really wanted to give back. And from a young age, my mother, she used to teach pronunciation. She was actually my school nurse. So, yeah, yeah. So, like, I would hear her just teach people this constantly. And then I ended up starting teaching all my friends pronunciation who were Japanese in college. And then Mm -hmm. it went into all my, when I was in Japan, that was my speciality. So I just kind of kept going and going. So it was kind of a blessing in disguise of me coming back in COVID. Yeah. Right, right. And you're usually based, you were saying before, we... I hit record that you're yeah. usually based out of LA, right? Yeah. So yeah, we're usually based in LA and we travel a lot back and forth uh, to Japan for just opportunities. And I'll be actually upcoming this month, I'll be doing a lot of traveling. I'll be probably in New York in September, California in August, and then Texas the beginning of August. 
Okay. Wow. So yeah, I just got a lot of a lot of stuff going on. Just no big deal. <laughs> no problem. Um, and how are you finding, actually, I just wanna, not related, but how are you finding traveling? I haven't traveled for ages because I've yeah. heard it's a nightmare, but. No, actually, I I think it's the best. Oh. Like, you know, <laughs> like, at the beginning, I used to travel a lot during it. Like, right when COVID hit, I actually uh, jumped on my motorcycle, went cross country, and just you know, just did that for a while. And then traveling an airline, it was like super mm. cheap. No one was on flights. So it was like no problem. And now the price is starting to peak, but people are still kind of uh, a little worried, which is fine. But you okay. usually get that middle seat free and no one's there. Oh. So you kind of get the extension of it. But the that problem is, is, is that nice. prices are going up. Yeah. Oh man. Especially when I just came back from Tokyo two months ago. Uh, every single time I had that middle seat. So no problem. Oh, that is what a score yeah that's fantastic yeah. <laughs> as long as your luggage actually arrives with you i guess this the, the oh yeah the, one that's, of the things no. that's been going wrong a lot in, in oh, really? anyway. yeah but oh, I didn't know anyway. that's good that you haven't experienced that anyway back to oh. uh pronunciation english pronunciation yeah. <laughs> so um you have this experience teaching in japan what would you say are the i guess just speaking from the Japanese native speaker or mostly Japanese native speaker perspective, but what are the most common issues that people have with English pronunciation? Yeah, so like the the biggest one is that it's kind of everyone known or R and L's. It's the, the the biggest one out there, and there's little tricks for that. So for example, like when my mom used to teach this to get kids, she used to focus on kids who had to speak better that couldn't roll their R's. Actually, my sister was one of them. Her name's Ari, and she would say Awi. Oh, so, that's cute. Yeah. <laughs> it, it was until my mom was like, I want you to speak correctly. Uh, but um, the funny thing was, is just, I always tell people, I'm like, if you don't want to do the mouth exercises, go to McDonald's and go get a milkshake. And they're like, what? I'm like, because when you drink through a straw, it's going to be uh, such a high density. It actually strengthens that tongue to curl. Huh. Okay. So, so that's the problem because with R, the, one of the biggest problems with that is that the tongue comes up right in front of the teeth it doesn't touch it and then in the back it arcs okay. so it kind of looks like this mm -hmm. and that's a very very hard movement for a lot of people so what i do is for for mine i go either drink a milkshake for a little bit but if you don't even get the calories i totally understand <laughs> so i tell them to touch the tip pull it back and then with your mouth do this weird motion where you tuck the bottom lip because it's going to force it and i that's okay. one of the the hardest ones for for Japanese people to get. The second mm. one is the th, the mm. th sound with like the, because yeah. again we have that curling of the tongue and it vibrates through. So they're always going to do the air through the teeth and they're going suck. And mm. I say, okay, the easiest way is we just put that tongue out a little bit more. Mm. I say it's not going to be perfect, but a few times we practice it, it's going to come through. So those are two of the hard hitting ones, except for oh, and then the last one would be b and b. B and V, okay, yeah. So like bet yeah. and bet, mm -hmm. and, and and again, like these are just like little tiny tips to help people, but it's very easy once you know it. Because bet, mm -hmm. all you have to do is just uh, tuck both of the lips, as in bet, and overdo it. That's why I always tell my students. And for the V sound, have your bottom lip t uh, tuck it under the teeth, bet, mm -hmm. and that's all it is. And people, when it, when I teach them that, within a few lessons, maybe one or two, their B and V kind of just become normalized. Fantastic. Wow. Um, yeah. I find, I find too, I don't know if you found this, 
in Japan. Those are like the technical issues with pronunciation, but a big yeah. thing I found was the kind of social or let's call it like personal, like confidence issue, yeah. you know, because as you say, you know, <laughs> you need to stick your tongue out to make that proper TH sound and 100%. not not used to doing that that's a little silly maybe you might you don't want to look odd or like <laughs> you know definitely found that uh in japan a country where people are very you know maybe not they're not so uh what's the word i'm looking for extroverted exactly. generally yeah, outgoing yeah that's a better outgoing, word yeah. generally speaking of course right but um 100 yeah i found that too for sure um have you had any that how long has uh lingo me been been up and running now actually yeah we've been uh i think next month is going to be about a year oh wow so super yeah. fresh <laughs> yeah yeah so we're fresh we actually just launched our our mvp in may but then right now we're actually restructuring it because we wanted to really add in that teacher screen so we're going to have everything finalized and finished by september i think so that we can relaunch it again okay yeah. And as you mentioned, it's a system for uh, teachers and for students. Are there any kind of reviews or feedback that you've had so far that you've been especially happy to hear? Or... Actually, yeah, there there's a couple. Um, we we instantly have feedback from our teachers, and they love they love the idea of it, and they want to implement it, and mm -hmm. they really see this beneficiary for speaking because uh, again it hits mm. on that confidence thing and I, i've dealt with this a lot where people didn't want to make these weird mouth movements but I, I tell them just do it for a week go do it by yourself go practice with the app and then once they do they get over that fear because then it goes mm -hmm. away because you don't have to do it so big and then they have more confidence in speaking or asking me even questions because right. the, the biggest problem for the teacher side that i love from they're like i've had people who have a 900 toic score but they can't introduce themselves I said, yeah, I've been there too. And that's the problem. They know the material, but they don't feel confident in telling me it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, so for yeah. the teacher side, fantastic. Because they love all the implementations and everything. And for the student side, the biggest thing that they, they wanted is they wanted instant translation. So what we did is we took that note. And then uh, we also took a, um, a look at the market and saw how we can actually help both fields more. So we built an instant translation that can instantly read. So we have that up actually for our web edition where people can just type in and they instantly get fed their information and scoring. But then we're also fixing and we're creating that right now is basically a walkie talkie. So say that you're in a classroom with like five people and you have your homework or your assignment from the teacher because it's uploaded from them. Mm -hmm. And then you go, man, I really wanna practice. You can hit that person up and then you guys can practice the conversation together instead of the AI. So that oh, you guys can great. do the walkie-talkie. Yeah. So we have that because we all know schedules no matter what language we learn. I, I remember when I was learning Japanese and I was like, I have no one to practice with. Mm. Like, mm -hmm. and I have no feedback. So it just, it just killed me. So, and I would always be at home or I'd always be at work. So I didn't have that time. So this is kind right. of built for those people who want to have that extra study, who want to have that extra thing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And how is your Japanese? Did you get, are you still getting, with it? Oh, you're doing it still? It's, yeah. It's yeah. still good. Uh, yeah. So like for sometimes in our meetings, we speak English, but then I have to switch. And then uh, especially when I, when I was in Tokyo for about two months, I was there from April to May, the end of May. And I was going to so many networking events and they were like, oh, you have to pitch in uh, Japanese. I was like, uh, okay, All right, we'll give this a try. No problem. So 
and like for business side it really like scaled up but like my casual is still pretty good mm-hmm. i can get by let's put it that way if i if i need to go have a good conversation make some people laugh that's no problem oh excellent that's a great position to be in nice <laughs> yeah so um what's in fu- in store for lingomina as you said you're about to celebrate your kind of one year anniversary yeah. and uh, yeah so right now we're actually um just getting revamped up so right now we have uh three schools in talking some of them are actually kind of big players of that they want to get in and try our product so we gave them our web edition for a month to try out then next we're going to start uh rolling out when our updates come out so that they can use it so we can get our pilot so when our pilot comes in we get our test feedback then we can jump up and start selling even more but right now we have three universities that are inter- uh sorry one university and two language schools that are interested excellent wow yeah. so lots going on wow yeah it's busy it's busy. <laughs> busy excellent well alexander thank you so much for chatting with me i'll pop the link of course to lingo me in the description okay. um yeah i hope the weather it cools down for you there in colorado <laughs> oh, and man. you and your dogs are not too hot. i know i was surprised when you were talking about how canada was so hot i was like man i thought it'd been a little bit colder right now yeah, it's not usually. I mean, last year we had the whole heat dome thing. I, if you were in LA, you you must have had it too. It got to forty one degrees here. Ooh. I was in. I was a little bit south, so at that time I was mm. always I was always at the beach. But uh, well, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if this is the norm now. I hope not. But um, and I hope not either. Yeah, uh, we'll see. Yeah, well, um, hopefully it gets better. Yeah, yeah. Fingers yeah, crossed. Well. Yeah. Uh, Have a great rest of your day, Alexander, and thank you so, so much for joining me. Yeah, thank you too, and thanks for having me on, and I hope everything gets blessed with you and your career. Cheers. Thank you. Take care. No problem. Bye.